Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance is Heather. Hi, Heather. Hey, Becky. Um, So I'm super excited to talk to you about this book because mm-hmm. we both love an asshole. Hi. I mean, <laughs> On this quick shot of romance, uh, we are reviewing Drake by Sawyer Bennett. This is book five in the Pittsburgh Titan series. Um, this will be a spoiler free episode because we are dropping this one week after the book releases. Um, Heather, this is a super long synopsis and I'd rather spend time talking to you about the book. So we're going to skip the synopsis part <gasps> so that we oh my. can get a full 20 minutes about this book um release date on this is january 3rd of 2023 tropes are hockey a sports romance friends with benefits co-workers boss employee Mm -hmm. single dad did i miss anything i think it's like a found i feel like i would add maybe like found family or like a friend group yeah 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 Um, so this is the Pittsburgh Titan series. It is a series of standalones. They are interconnected, but you can absolutely read them individually. But why would you? Why would you, right? You should just read this whole series. <laughs> Put out percentages 25%. Let's take a minute and share some love for the audio narrators oh, of this book. Boy. Um, yes. So I'm just going to prep it. Oh, I, we both love a good uh, audio book. I was not going to do the audio. And then Sawyer was um, promoting all these little sound bits. And like, finally on one day, I was like, what the hell am I doing with my life? I need this. And I like went and I did something I normally don't do, but I like allotted my t- myself a certain amount of time to listen because I didn't want to binge it because it was so good. I binged it and it was <laughs> delightful. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I interrupted you about who the That's uh, okay. narrators are. The audio narrators of this book are Aiden Snow and Maxine Mitchell, which in the grand scheme of things, Maxine Mitchell and Andy Arndt are my top two female narrators. I love them. Mm-hmm. I find the lilt of their voice, the way they act out their parts, they get the good balance when they're doing the male's vocal pieces. Um, I will listen to Maxine Mitchell any day of any week. She is my top. If I see that she has um, narrated this book, I am all in. Yeah, I love it. She has a very uh, quiet, soft-spoken voice, but she... Uh, does a strong heroine extraordinarily well like so well yeah there's just something about the way that she narrates that every time she does I just really really enjoy the way that she does it I mean she's Mm -hmm. just a top tier narrator Um, would agree and then the male narrator for this book was Aiden Snow who I should say apparently is um, Sawyer Bennett's favorite male narrator yeah. And with that, he narrated her Christmas dinner menu. Yeah, I think it might have been then where I was like, uh, yeah, he, you know, it's we kind of joke like, like, you know, certain narrators can read us the 
my target list and I would listen. So it was very funny because I, yeah, he did a phenomenal. He did this asshole so freaking well, like yeah. just so well. Well, and the cover of this book, I, as soon as I saw the cover review, first of all, I fell in love with Drake in book one of Baden's mm-hmm. book. Because <laughs> Baden is the new goalie hockey coach, and he's trying to get Drake to come on board to the Titans team and be one of the goalies. And questions come up about his past, which he has some baggage, some big baggage mm-hmm. going into this story. And he's like, screw you. I don't need you. I don't want you. I'm out. And he walks out. And he's intense. Intense. Yeah, and he's um he's a goalie and he's not a small person. Um and he is like has long hair. Um wears like a jeans and a t-shirt real well. Well, he is wears, described like, biker boots. Well, he is described at one point that he looks very much like Chris Helmsworth, like big, bulky, blonde flow of hair. Beard. So, yeah, I I mean, whew. the audio. If you are on the fence on an audio book and you're like, mm, I wonder if I'd even like it, I just do it. Just get this one and see what you think because you're gonna love it. So, as we kind of alluded to. Drake has kind of a um, checkered past a little bit in his role within the NHL. He was a goalie, um, top of his game. And then he got surrounded in a controversy. He was accused of betting on his team. By his ex-wife. By his ex-wife, who is a drug addict yes. and they were going through a divorce and she was trying to um, get herself some money. Yeah. She was definitely dragging him through the coals. And I think this is where his, um, he took the high road and he put, he, he's a single father. He has, they have three boys um, and he took the high road and he never drug her through the mud and it wasn't because of her. He didn't do it because like he had any feelings towards her. He did it for his children. And I think that that really just that character, you know, like he comes off like this really big asshole and he's, re- I mean, he's angry at the world. Rightfully so. A lot of people screwed him over. Well, his team didn't stick up for him. No, nobody did, like management or anything. I think some players stuck up for him, but definitely like the people who, you know, they just, his team kind of like quietly, he got hurt and they quietly just let him go away. But he is really a softy for those that he cares about. So like his sister, huge softy for her. Yeah, he is a caregiver. He's a total mm-hmm. caregiver. And if he, if he loves you, if you are in his life, then he is going to do everything he can to keep you safe and protect you. 
And, and he almost doesn't want that there's a scene where he is like trying, he's like gonna, you know, like after the pop or whatever, he's like gonna sneak out and he's like, mm, I probably should, I wonder if she eats. I mean, she should probably eat. So then he's like, okay, but I'm just gonna make breakfast and then I'm gonna leave. It, it, like, you know, he waffles. Like, I think he thinks he wants to be a jerk, but he's really not. Do you know what I mean? He really isn't. It almost is kind of a mask. His harshness to the outside world is a mask to protect himself too because i mean he tried with his wife he tried to get her to go to rehab the Mm ex-wife he tried to do all these things and in the end it bit him in the ass and so he's put this mask on that is going to protect him and protect his heart and those that he loved um so let's talk about brianne i Mm -hmm. loved her she is, uh, she is like a badass businesswoman. Like, I don't have any other words for it. She is one of the things about her, though, and I know that a couple people really struggled who have read this uh, because with all Sawyer books, you can get them early on her website. Yeah. Um, so a couple people that had read this, they struggled a little bit. She didn't have a ton of character growth in this book. Mm. She didn't deal with her grief. So. Her life has been shrouded in grief, lost her mother at a young age, lost her dad at a young age. Then her brother dies in this tragic plane accident and she's alone in the world. She's got some cousins and some uncles, but she is running this huge family empire, this banking empire on top of this hockey team. And she's a workaholic and she's doing it all herself. And she, so we never really see how she deals with the loss of like her brother and all these other people. Mm-hmm. I don't think we needed it. I don't think her grief, while it was heavy on her heart, did not define her. No, and I think one of the things I thought is we didn't really know, it was unknown up until this book how close she was to Adam. But it was, it's sort of clear how she's handling her grief, in my opinion, is she was very hands-off when it came to the Titans. It was Adam's baby. And when Adam died, it was Adam's her brother, um, she kind of really dove headfirst into the Titans organization. She moved her office. I mean, that was a big thing. She moved her office across the river. And I think how she dealt with her grief was really by diving into her brother's world. I agree. I agree. She she didn't change out the desk. It was his Mm -hmm. desk. She had had a condo in downtown. And when Adam died, she moved into the family estate and the family Mm -hmm. mansion compound house and didn't change anything, you know, kept the library the same. Everything. And I think she's lonely. I mean, I think that's where what we really gain from. I mean, she's very lonely. But the other thing that strikes me is she doesn't have anyone in her corner. And Jenna sees that, who we've met Jenna, and we love Jenna. And Jenna is like, as when Brienne tries to like push Jenna away, Jenna's like, Mm-mm, I know what you're doing and we're not playing this game. I'm in your corner. I don't care that you're my boss. Yeah. You know, like, so she needs people in her corner to not see her as the person that runs Norcross, they need, she needs people to see her as Brienne. Yeah. Well, and that was something too. I think that for 
a lot of her life and her adult life, she's kind of been put up on this pedestal of the daughter of this wealthy family, the untouchable. She doesn't have any deep romantic relationships. She has a guy that's a big surgeon. And oh my God, the interaction between him and Drake was a hoot. Glorious. Um, Glorious. But... You know, she doesn't date. She isn't looking for long-term relationships because in the end, everybody has left her. Yeah. And Jenna is one of the first people in her life that says, "Mm, we're not doing this. The other person who was kind of this behind the scenes, quiet person that does that too is Callum Derringer, who is the general manager of the Titans. He, I... I hope he gets a book. I mean, hello, Sawyer Bennett. We need a book. Or we need some more on Callum. Well, because she shared her publishing schedule for 2023. And that book, I'm just like, I'm going to need that, like, sooner than later. So, I don't know. He, there's something about him that, I don't know. Anyway. And then we have Cannon's book coming next, which he's the new okay. coach. Uh, we meet Cannon in, in this, book. this book. And I think he and Brienne are going to be good. Like, I I think th- I love the interaction. That was amazing. So I think this book has some big feelings, some big emotions in it. Uh-huh. But if we boil all of those feelings down and all their interactions and all the responses, it really comes down to... This book is about building true, stable relationships. Yes. Adult. Adult. Yeah. There wasn't unneeded angst. um, But there's also this amount. Drake does not trust anyone. Uh, No. Let alone a woman. And you can understand given his history. Right. So there's trust plays a big piece in this book. Yes, I would agree. Um, I, yes. And I love like how they, like how when they, they like start hooking up, you know, like she's like, they're like friends with benefits. And I think they were both like, we're going to be able to do this. Like we're going to be able to do friends with benefits. And then it's really Drake, in my opinion, who sort of like starts as edging it not on the friends with benefits well when he starts popping into her office and pushing the boundary of their time together mm-hmm. and it was i really liked how sawyer did this book the first two weeks of the book of them doing their friends to benefits his kids have not moved to pittsburgh yet yep. he's supposed to be in pittsburgh getting things together for them to move there with his sister and so i liked that because we got a lot of intensity with them And didn't have these other characters coming in. But when those other characters present into the book, see, and you say it's Drake that pushes the boundaries. I think the turning point in this book was when Drake's sister gets sick. Yeah. And she knows no one but Brienne. Yeah, that is. But I I mean, I think Brienne was put in an impossible situation. Like she... Yeah, I I think it it Yeah, I don't know. It's very very good. I don't. Um 
want to give anything away. I don't want to give anything away either. I just, I really loved this book. I do like Drake's sister. I hope mm-hmm. that we will be seeing her name her connected to someone. Maybe Colm. Who knows? Yeah, I, I'm down. Um, so I do think Drake was a real big jerk to Brienne and was mean. Um, and I don't think he groveled sufficiently for me anyway. So that is um, another thing that <laughs> has been complained about <laughs> that, uh, they have a dark moment. We're not going to tell you how they get to that dark moment or what they do. Just know that Drake is a man and he's an asshole. And he's yeah. dumb. Um, I I don't think that he didn't grovel enough. I think that there was just this, she easily forgave. Right. And I think um, in the way it was done, I think a quiet moment of recognition that I'm a jerk and I was stupid. And I'm going to try and be better. Yeah. I don't think those, like, I think it's okay to make, everyone makes mistakes and to make mistakes is human. Um, but how you handle them and grow from them. And I don't, he's, I don't know. But. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, I do want to mention, so we mentioned Jenna, who is the heroine from Gage's book. Yeah. This We do get some girl gang pieces in this book, which is something that I've really come to enjoy in Sawyer Bennett. Um, Her series are we get this dynamic group of women that become friends and family and support each other. And that's really just starting in this series. And I am there for it. I want more of it. I want more time of um, these women together on pages because... They're phenomenal heroines. They're so strong. Yeah. And I think it's taken this, you know, this book because they're all now, there's more that are coupled up or whatever. And so the snippets of this friend group that we get to see, I mean, there's a couple instances. I mean, there's a Halloween scene um, with all this group and it is so amazing like I love I loved that whole thing well there was a great like lunch scene between Brienne Mm -hmm. and all the girls and um but she's never had that so I liked that she got that yes I will also say this book if you haven't read the previous books in this series there are characters like Cohen and Gage that you will fall in love with even more than you did previously Oh, yeah. They're such great heroes. Um, And also, and this is spoilerish, but not spoilerish, because you know they have a book, so they got an HEA. Baden and Sophie in this book. Oh, I know. I think I fell in love. I loved Baden in all, like, from The Vengeance into his book, but then this one, I'm like, oh, I just love him. Yeah. And they're just... There was just some really sweet things in this book. I really liked how mm-hmm. Bran tries to protect Drake from the media because the media has been a nemesis for Drake. And he is very clear that he is not interested in um, 
in media. Like he doesn't want to do mm-hmm. interviews. He doesn't want to do conference press conferences. And, you know, she jumps in front of him. And I don't think he knows how to take it when he's being protected by somebody else. Yeah. Um, speaking of too, like, uh, he's a dirty talker. Oh, mm. yes, he is. And um we've mentioned that Brienne is a very powerful businesswoman and is in charge of a lot of things. And she like gives control over to Drake on, you know, and we're all here for it. <laughs> so here for it. So good. It was so good. Anyway, yeah. um, if you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance, send us an email to thebees at bookcaseandcoffee.com. Heather, thank you so much for joining me for this uh, quick shot of romance and to reviewing Drake. Anytime. Literally anytime. Until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.